section ten of birds and nature volume twelve number two september nineteen o two recorded for librivox .org by betty b the bird and the mouse belonging to our household was a tiny creature nixie who from his gilded cage between the lace curtains observed and commented on all our actions his door was left open occasionally and his gregariousness moved him to go where he could take part in conversations and see people he desired company even at his bath he had never heard of fear and won our hearts by his perfect trust morning and evening we gave him first salutation and allowed him to pick our fingers by way of shaking hands messages came to him from oversea gifts fell to him at christmas in all our life he had a part and even the mouse made its bow our hearts had been softened toward the wee cowrin timorous beasties by a tender little tale of a parsonage mouse and we made friends with the gray visitor that showed itself now in the den at the back of our house now in the sitting-room in front because we took our meals out monsieur mousie's crumbs were uncertain but he investigated thoroughly and managed to find a livelihood in our quiet rooms we often heard him at his hunting and smiled at thought of his daring and industry twice he was emptied out of the carpet sweeper he must have fallen on very hard times at those periods but seemed none the worse for the adventure although the manipulator of the sweeper was herself much disturbed the waste-paper basket finally became his cupboard and peanut shells his favorite fare often as we sat my brother smoking and i reading we would hear bits of paper rustling and would know bright eyes were watching us while sharp teeth nibbled the husks we had saved for them daily for a month or two the small thing came for his share alone in the room one sunday evening i was lying on the couch reading when i saw a little gray shadow steal out and creep toward the waste-paper basket i knew there was nothing in it and lazily felt for mousie's disappointment the gray shadow stole back halted by the lace curtains floated up them halfway and stopped near nixie's cage i held my breath what next was he after bird-seed was this the explanation of nixie's empty cup that had perplexed me the last week but a peculiar quick chirp made me wonder if the bird were afraid if the mouse could get at and hurt him i raised my head and saw the gray thing sitting on the seed cup eating like one starved nixie was looking at it his wings wide spread eyes flashing mouth wide open in protest body poised for attack but the feast went quietly on nixie gave a few sharp questions and then settled down to study his visitor it was too good to keep to myself i called my mother and brother and whistled up the tube for neighbors to join us in watching the strange scene by the time the audience was gathered the actors were ready to play their parts nixie went close to the seed dish and chirped a welcome to his guest then hopping backward selected a station and sang a sweet song for him the mouse seemed to like it he left off his eating and crept along outside the floor of the cage which extended a couple of inches from the bars nixie within and mousie without promenaded together around the four sides and close together too nixie all the time gaily gossiping and chattering we say they kept it up for half an hour but that is a pretty long time at any rate it was several minutes 
how the acquaintance might have ended i cannot say the next day the curtains were taken down and mousie sadly disappointed had no ladder by which to climb and later in the week nixie went out of town for the summer we wanted to take the mouse too but the noise the packers and movers made probably frightened him to such an extent that he dared not show himself we do not know what his future was but we trust it was crowned with the success due pluck and gentleness catherine pope end of section ten this recording is in the public domain